Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, this is Justin Williams with the Wolfpacker Podcast. I'm joined today, as always, by co-host and editor of thewolfpacker.com, Matt Carter, and we are joining you for an emergency Wolfpacker podcast. Uh, unfortunately, we had a podcast planned for tomorrow morning, but we're coming to you a little bit early, and of course, if you're listening to this by now, you know that NC State's matchup against UCLA in the Holiday Bowl in San Diego has been canceled due to multiple COVID or positive COVID tests within the UCLA program, uh, they elect to back out. Um, just an all-around terrible situation. You hate it for all the players and coaches and fans involved that made the trip out there to San Diego from Raleigh. But uh, before we get into all of it, quick reminder, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen to us, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. We're on YouTube, of course. You can watch this on YouTube, so please subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, head over to thewolfpacker.com. Use uh, the special deal going on right now for just a dollar. You can get a year's worth of premium subscription to the On3 Network and thewolfpacker.com. So head over there now. Take advantage of that special deal. It's a great one, and it won't be around forever. All right, Matt, I'm just curious to know what your, I guess, what your instant reaction to this was because, you know, you, you you've, over the past couple weeks, you've, slowly but surely seeing all of these sporting events get canceled and then you see it creep into um, college football you know it first seemed like it was hitting the NHL really hard it was hitting the NBA really hard it's obviously impacted the NFL I mean any type of organized sporting league has had several COVID cancellations over the past couple of weeks due to the recent Omicron uh, variant spike in COVID cases nationwide um, that, you know, college football not immune. I feel like we've gotten comfortable with college football this season because we didn't see those cancellations. We weren't, you know, a, a lot of these players were vaccinated. There was a pretty high level of protection against the Delta variant for people that were vaccinated. So you didn't see these cancellations during the season when everything was kind of in, in place. They're not traveling. They're not traveling to different destinations. But, you know, Coronavirus is just something that we can't control and sport, the sports world can't control and it's creeped in and it stinks and it especially stinks for NC State because it feels like NC State as an athletic program has suffered you know, multiple postseason losses in excruciating ways due to this virus. But Matt, um, just what your instant, your instant reaction when you heard the news and were, were you fearful that this was going to happen leading up to today? Yeah, on the latter, the question was, yes, I was fearful when you heard news like uh, UCLA's starting safety, who I can't remember his name, but I believe he he was the leading tackler, uh, tweeting out he would not be available to play in the bowl game because of uh, COVID health and safety protocol. Uh, Then you you heard about a... um, 
uh, essentially the sixth starter, what they called him, the, the the sixth guy on the offensive line, not being ready to play, uh, not being available to play due to quarantine or something of that effect. You know, when you have at that point multiple COVID cases, and you saw how Miami backed out of the Sun Bowl and Boston College backed out of the Military Bowl and uh, Virginia backed out of the Fenway Bowl and. Uh, it's all where uh, the Arizona Bowl and the Sun Bowl basically merged together because both of those bowl games had teams back out. Um, yeah, yeah, I would, you know, Book Corrigan said uh, to the media, he was kind of looking at his watch all the time, trying to suck to see how many hours left till kickoff. And, <laughs> you know, when you, but you, you would kind of, you, you would look on social media and you would see hey, UCLA going to SeaWorld. They went on the naval, the Navy ship. Um, clearly, they seemed to feel comfortable enough um, to be out there playing. But there was always this undercurrent with UCLA just because you had a couple of those cases. And, and Chip Kelly seemed to be asked about it quite a bit by UCLA beat writers, which is usually a tip off that, you know. When when writers are asking questions, that means they're being tipped off. Hey, you know, just to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit. That's usually a tip off if you're a fan. Pay attention to what questions are being asked. Uh, he was being asked about it quite a bit, which was um, raised the alarm bell. But you know, I assumed it was a go. You, you get the game day. You have a parade in the morning. Uh, both teams tweeting about the game. The hype videos are up. You assume it's a go, and then to have the, the, the rug pulled out, you know, literally, I was uh, uh, talking to an entry state fan on the phone uh, outside when uh, when uh, our managing editor, Ryan Tice, the, uh, the voice of ACC Wrestling, gave, uh, gave me a call and said, hey, Bruce Feldman tweeted, I, uh, that uh, the game's being canceled. And it shows you how badly handled it was that um, NC State found out from Feldman in a lot of ways. Um, and that's, that's, that's inexcusable. That shouldn't happen that way. And so my instant reaction is, is that, um, look, I, I get that COVID doesn't, COVID doesn't discriminate. It, it's, it's an equal opportunity affecting virus. Um, you know, without getting into politics or any of that that stuff. You know, I do think we need to look, we look at the playbook, so to speak. I don't know if we're using the same playbook of 2020, but it sure feels like it right now. And with different circumstances, different variants, which may or may not be milder, with vaccinations, and now with treatments approved for at-home uh, pills or whatever, um, yeah, you do wonder, are we, are, is it time to re-examine the playbook a little bit when it comes to this stuff? That aside, the other reaction is that I feel, I feel for Dave Dorn and the football players and the team because as Dorn said, you almost feel like you were lied to a little bit by UCLA. That UCLA knew they had an issue, wasn't as forthcoming about it, and then the dam broke apparently some point on Tuesday. Uh, and it made it unavailable for them to play and that they should have been more forthcoming about, hey, we have a situation here. It's dicey right now. Bruce Feldman tweeted that it was down to basically a situation where they were down 
the defensive line room, basically. That UCLA was in jeopardy of basically not having a defensive line going into the game. If you knew that was the case already, you know, they could have pulled out, allowed NC State to go play in the Sun Bowl and take Miami's place in the Sun Bowl against Washington State, and that would have been an easy fix. As it is, UCLA apparently decided to roll the dice, see if they could make it to game day, and it didn't pay it off. And the victim of that is – UCLA is a victim of it too. Their players didn't do anything wrong. You know, it happened. So I'm not trying to put a blame on UCLA or their players, but, you know, in a lot of ways, the bigger victim is NC State for not having a chance to play in this ball game and really – a very challenging situation to even try to play a bowl game at this point. I mean, it's going to be very, very difficult um, to do something at this point. Well, we're, we're recording this now at uh, 3.56 Pacific time, just an hour before when kickoff was supposed to happen. So we'll keep an eye on the alerts to see if any updates come about as we're recording this podcast. But um yeah, just a grim situation overall. I mean, you know, I uh, I understand the emotions of, of fans and particularly players and coaches that made the trip out there that spent their Christmas vacation and holiday out there, um, who many of whom's families traveled out to San Diego and paid the expense to make it out there to watch this game. I mean, I, I really... I really feel for the people, especially that made it out to San Diego, just for this to collapse on the day of. The timing, certainly far from ideal. I don't want to, I certainly don't want to reach to any type of conclusions that there was any ill will from the UCLA side. I mean, you have to think that they were trying to play this game, whether or not they should have tried. Well, I wasn't behind the scenes. We don't know all of the facts and the information behind the scenes. But what I can tell you is. I mean, at least here in the state of California, the COVID cases are spiking up by the day, even in a place like I live in San Francisco, a high, high, high vaccination rate. It doesn't matter. This Omicron variant is going around. It's highly contagious. Hopefully, knock on wood, you know, hopefully it's it's not as lethal as the earlier strains so that it's going to be more or less like a common cold type of uh, symptom case if you are vaccinated and you get this so you know hopefully everyone involved that is positive is 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 healthy and safe and isn't feeling too bad but um you know it, it's you certainly have a point in the sense where some of these sports or organizations are going to have to take a second look at their protocol and and that is happening right now because of the cdc's newest uh, announcement of you know how long the isolation period should be if you are infected uh, the 10 days was, a, you know, that was the original isolation period from the beginning of the pandemic. And that was, you know, overly cautious so that if you have it, everything was out of your system before you start hanging around other people and can potentially contaminating other people. Of course, now we have a lot of people vaccinated. We have people boosted. We have, you know, medicine coming out that's going to help people get cured if they are infected, whether they're vaccinated or not. So all of this is good news. And, and it seems like we're hopefully making some progress from the medical end. And hopefully these organizations will be updating their protocols soon enough. I don't know if a protocol update could have changed anything here, Matt, to be honest, because it seems like they were just, it was just a numbers game. 
and you know maybe they could have pushed the game back if you know but I guess I'm sure from from a TV perspective I, I'm, I'm sure Fox probably wasn't too flexible in terms of being able to move the game I'm sure the venue probably had something to say about that so whether or not it could have been postponed you know maybe if this was being played at Carter Finley Stadium or where UCLA plays football it might be a different situation but it, it's just it's just she, it's just sheer bad luck in my opinion I, I don't think I don't think you know, we try to we try to find somebody to point the finger at when these crappy situations happen, and that's just human instinct. But um, you know, I, I would have to imagine that these are all competitive athletes. They all wanted to play. I know there's rumors on Twitter about that there was some sort of player vote. I haven't seen any type of confirmed reports about any type of uh, player uh, that, vote. That would just come that sometime. Yeah, you know, we learned during the baseball situation, for instance. Sometimes when we. Uh, in the in the uh, anger at the moment, just spiral up and and probably, you know, yeah. But I would say that there were a couple of UCLA players who came out and said that was not true. Uh, that they took a vote, and decided not to play, including their starting quarterback, uh, who who said we played you in the parking lot right now. You know that they were just as hurt about the situation. So. I, I don't think anybody can point fingers at the UCLA players at all. I mean, I think the, the questions that need to be asked, and really, truthfully, these are the only questions that need to be asked. With all due respect, that Boo Corrigan at NC State and Dave Dorn at, at NC State have nothing to answer for. I mean, they, they have they have, they have nothing to answer. They, they were ready to play. You know, Boo Corrigan clearly frustrated uh, when he spoke to the media and and we'll get to it in a second, talked about how there was a very tight window to kind of get a new game set up. But I, I, I do think I would like to see Chip Kelly and Martin Jarman, I, I hope I pronounce his name correctly, the UCLA AD, um, step in front of a mic and answer some questions. Hey, what was the situation going into the game? If Bruce Feldman tweeted correct that you were down to two interior defensive linemen, uh, as of this morning, before the last round of COVID test, and we're playing a, a linebacker, a, a, a no guard, a nose guard in an emergency situation, then, you know, how long have you known about that situation? You know, what, how close were you, how fine a line were you walking, and for how long were you fine, walking that fine line? Those are questions I think UCLA needs to answer and they need to you know but this is it's a different animal look if they had canceled two or three days ago that's different yeah that's that's different but when you when you show up on site and you're, you're going to all the festivities and you're doing all the things uh, the bowl activities and then something happens you know those are kind of questions okay how close were you cutting it coming to san diego yeah Maybe the answer is, look, we, we were in the clear until Tuesday morning and we did a last round of tests and all of a sudden we had 10 guys that had to go into protocol. I mean, that's a different, you know, that's understandable. That's really tough luck. Your heart goes out to both UCLA and NC State at that point. But if you knew that you were one positive case away from being completely unable to play, uh, how long, you know, those are the, I don't know the answer to that. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. How, the, how many players tested positive today? 
why were they tested? Was that, you know, were they symptomatic? Um, all, all these types of questions. So, you know, I, I think eventually there will be a time and place for that. I can't imagine Brian Kelly's going to be able to, uh, or, or excuse me, Chip Kelly. Sorry, Brian Kelly's on my mind as well. And they're not related for some reason, but <laughs> kind of similar looking dudes. Anyways, uh, Chip Kelly can't imagine he's going to escape the L.A. media for too long. So I imagine that he's going to have to answer some questions soon. We will hopefully have some answers to some of those questions. And, you know, if you're NC State, you've been dealt this bad hand. It's not a position that uh, you're not used to at this point. And I think... You know, for this podcast, let's talk about what's next. Where does NC State go from here? Uh, it seems like, you know, Boo Corrigan is doing everything that he can to find another opponent, you know, along with the bowl. I don't know if, you know, what the strategy is right now in terms of if they're looking for um, a different opponent for this specific bowl game, if the play might be to just kind of hunker down and stay ready and, and, and maybe be a replacement for another bowl game because, uh, you know, we've seen now multiple bowl games canceled because of COVID, and uh, to think that that's just going to stop because the bowl games get more significant from here on out, uh, you're fooling yourself there because all of this has to do with the nationwide spike and players being around their families for the holidays. It's all around Christmas. It's all around New Year's. You're around other people. People are out and about. So uh, it's going around, and uh, I have to imagine that this is not the last bowl game that will be canceled in this bowl season. So, Matt, you just uh, you you watched the video on Boo Corrigan and Dave Doran's availability in San Diego. You put some stories up on thewolfpacker.com. Go check them out right now if you haven't already. Um, but Matt, what um, what seems to be the strategy from NC State's camp right now? And you know what? What do you foresee as the most likely scenario for NC State being able to play uh, what would be a 13th and final game for the 2021 season? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll be blunt. I don't see a great possibility of a 13th game. So let me get that out of the way first. But I will say that Bukwagen does. I said that they immediately went to work on trying to find a game. Uh, at the time of his talking to the press, he had not talked to the East Carolina uh, director of athletics. Uh, since that availability, they did talk. East Carolina was playing in the military bowl against uh, Boston College, that game was canceled. Um, and there, there was nothing that was to be had there, so there's going to not be a bowl game against East Carolina. That never made sense, by the way. Yeah. And by the way, those two teams opened this season against each other in Greenville next year. Uh, you know, I don't see where there's much to game either by that situation, especially on NC State's Part almost nothing to gain other than say I got. Oh, ECU has everything to gain. NC State. I mean, is that is that going to make or break this season beating ECU? Anyways, 
you know, it might even break a lot. It could break, but it yeah, won't make. Yeah, it could be a real stink bomb of an ending, but it could, you yeah. know, it's not going to help you. Anyways. Yeah, you have to look at the bowl schedule and you think, you know, I saw on Twitter a lot of people like, hey, maybe the Rose Bowl contacts NC State and say, hey, be on standby in case Ohio State or Utah can't play and we can still have the Rose Bowl. Um, that would obviously make a lot of sense. But again, I mean, if you're NC State, I mean, you're going to put all your eggs in that basket. You have to explore all your possibilities. And the first good chance that comes up, you have to take. Um, the, the hotel arrangement in San Diego is through tonight, uh, as a recording of this podcast on Tuesday, the night of the game. They were going to leave on Wednesday to fly back to Raleigh. So you have that whole issue. Dave Dorn said that we don't even know if we have a hotel further than tomorrow. Nobody knows what the availability of Petco Park is. Seeing how baseball is in a lockout right now, I can't assume that that would be too much of a problem. But, um, you know, you, I, I think it's really about finding an, another opponent with enough time to clear the logistical hurdles in place and the financial hurdles in place to pull it off. Um, and that would that that's where the challenge is. And so, you know, a lot of people talk about the Rose Bowl. I personally wonder hey, if it might be more feasible if one of those, you know, there are a lot of New Year's games around the Florida area. You know, what if the Outback Bowl or the uh, uh, Citrus Bowl, one of those bowls in Florida? That's an easy that's an easy trip for NC State, and it's not exceptionally expensive. Uh, to make those trips, you know, that might be a more feasible possibility or, you know, heaven forbid something happened in the Peace Bowl, the uh, Chick-fil-A Bowl in Atlanta. And she State would be, uh, 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 I'm sure the Peace Bowl would immediately ask NC State to fill in, uh, regardless of who, because it's Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. NC State didn't play Pittsburgh this year, so, I mean, They'll take, I mean, why not have that matchup? ACC guaranteed to win, at least in that game. So, um, you know, unless you know about another team that's struggling. And if I'm a ball right now, I'm talking to both of my teams and I'm sitting down and I'm saying, we're going to all sit down together and we're going to have clear, transparent conversations. Screw the competitive advantage of everything. We need to know your numbers and how close you are and how firm you are to being able to play this game and then make a decision from that, you know. But, you know, NC State's fate is a thousand percent tied to another team's ill fortune, really, and kind of stinks if that's the way you have to think about it, that you have to hope that another team has bad luck. Um, yeah, I, and I get where the Rose Bowl comes into play because Ohio State's had a lot of transfers. They got a lot of guys going to the NFL that are not playing in the bowl game. You know, they clearly wanted to be playing in the college football playoffs. Um, so that, I can see why that angle came into play. But yeah, you, you, you can't even say you hope an opening comes up because that means another team has had it been. A really bad situation, and that's not what you want. So it's just a really, really crappy situation, and you can put another expletive in place of crappy. Um, 
to really describe it. So I, I personally think the odds have to be long at this point. And Boo Corrigan said, by the way, that it's a very tight window. And I think NC State's kind of thinking of, can we get another team in San Diego to play a bowl game? Yeah. Um, Holiday Bowl, by the way, is not officially canceled. It's just the game tonight has been canceled. But they have not said their bowl game is canceled. So uh, they have said that they have been in communication. I don't know if they can round up an opponent um, on short notice. but Well, I apologize for the lower third down here. If you're watching on YouTube, it says Holiday Bowl canceled. So uh, apologies. <laughs> tonight's well, tonight's yeah. meeting of the Holiday Bowl between NC State and UCLA has been canceled. Uh, you know, I think you've got a puncher's chance that maybe NC State fills the gap for another team in another bowl, or maybe NC State finds a team to come out to San Diego and play sometime this week. Um, it'd be hard to imagine that you'd be able to convince a team that isn't invited to a bowl already that wouldn't be in the same position as NC State would be willing to to agree to go to San Diego and pay that expense to play NC State on very very short notice I mean I think this would have to happen like before around or before New Year's weekend um so you know I'm kind of a fan of the putting putting your eggs in the in the Rose Bowl basket I mean something about both of those teams being from out of state, Ohio State with the want-to factor. They don't really want to be there, maybe. I mean, the Rose Bowl is still a pretty special bowl. Uh, I'd have to imagine that you know, the players that are deciding to play want to play that game, but they have several opt-outs, and you never know if COVID's going to strike, particularly in the L.A. area, where UCLA is coming from. L.A., big spiking area right now in terms of the Omicron variant, so... You never know, um, but I'd have to imagine that NC State's probably trying to get out of. I mean, maybe they extend it one day in San Diego, and they're probably trying to get out of there. You know, if not in 24 hours, pretty close to it. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, there will be something to report on here in the next 24 hours. Um, don't know if you're scrolling Twitter, Matt. No, no updates on your end. I mean, you know, this stuff is minute by minute. I mean, look. Go go if if go look at ESPN.com and all of the lead stories right now is you know so and so's out because of COVID protocol. Carson Wentz is on the protocol list, and this game got can't. It's it's it. You're seeing a lot of the same things that you saw saw when sports were returning during the pandemic. I don't think it's a quite like March 2020. Not I don't think everything's going to shut down. I don't think bowl season is at you know they're still gonna have the college football playoff the nba is gonna keep rolling the nhl is gonna keep rolling nfl is definitely going to keep rolling but uh we're gonna see more of this over the next few weeks so cross your fingers nc state fans hope for the best maybe something will pop up here we could have one more game to talk about but uh if not we will be back for at least one more podcast on this team uh to talk about what a great season it was matt go ahead you got something to say go ahead no, I was just going to say, I, I was would, I would actually looking at the bowl games just to kind of get an idea. And, you know, if you're looking for something in San Diego, and San Diego is able to, you know, push back the game, say, two or three days, you do have to wonder maybe if SMU might be a possibility. SMU was supposed to play Virginia in the Fenway Bowl in Boston. They had that game canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas to San Diego might be a doable trip. 
for them. So, you know, could that be a possibility? That that would be one. That, again, but that, that certainly loses a lot of its appeal from a matchup standpoint. But what against um, SMU? Yeah, it's not UCLA. Put it that way. No, it's um, it's not UCLA. But um, you know, I feel like it's a win if you can get any game. If you can get a game in San Diego, or if you can, and you still call it the Holiday Bowl, or you can find another bowl that is of equal or greater value to the Holiday Bowl, then it's a win. I don't think they're yeah. going to play a game of lesser value. I don't. Th- I mean, SMU's an eight and four squad. They flirted in the top twenty-five a little bit towards the top of the American Athletic Conference, not UCLA, but still, I feel like a good enough opponent. Um, but they wouldn't go much lower than that. I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Um, I guess you know one one last thing I'd like to say is just that you know if this is the last game of the season, I don't think. Um, it's not the worst way it could have ended. Let's put it that way, because I think a beatdown in the bowl game would have been the worst way a season could end. By having it canceled, yes, you hate that it didn't have a conclusion to it. You didn't. You hate that NC State, you know, traveled across the country, had an opportunity to play a marquee game on national television, and never, never actually got the chance to do that. But you have a lot of your players coming back. You know, Emeka Mezzi, you hate it for him. This would have been his last game. If he goes out with that last game-winning catch against North Carolina, not a bad way to go out and finish up your career at NC State. And a lot of these guys are coming back. They're already thinking 2022. That's what you hate is that this could be a momentum-building game for 2022. I mean, if they went out and beat UCLA by a couple touchdowns tonight on national television, you'd have to think NC State's going to be a top 20, if not top 15 team going into 2022 and going into that season with a lot of confidence. But – you know they can they can still have all of those things bowl game or not. I, I don't think the perception of NC State changes um, because this game isn't played. But a, a, any thoughts on that, Matt? Before we close this out, I think there would actually be some sympathy for NC State more than anything. But yeah, it does kind of secure a likely preseason top twenty type ranking. You would think for next year because the only thing that could have damaged that is a loss. Missed opportunity that it had to get beaten UCLA. And by the way, Dave Dorn was supremely confident in his availability. He flat out said we were going to win the game. And, and so he, 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 uh, you know, he, he felt like he knew they were going to win. Uh, had you won the game and you, you're 10 and 3 with all of that returning, and you ended the year beating UCLA on the West Coast. They would have been kind of a darling of preseason picks. I don't know if they would have reached UNC level where, you know, top 10 this past preseason, um, but they probably would be more deserving of it than UNC was this past preseason. And so, uh, but that that would have come with a win. That's that's not the case now. So, um, you know, we just have to wait and, uh, wait and see what, but, but by not if they do not play a game, then you know your last thoughts are the great win against UNC, a nine-win season, an undefeated home season, and you can be the one. Hey, we were going to win a tenth game, but UCLA backed out on us. You know you can play that card, and you're probably going to be preseason, certainly preseason ranked. I can't imagine they wouldn't be preseason ranked, and I could even see them being preseason top twenty uh, next year. So. Um, but 
alas, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see how it unfolds. So, um, just really, I can't think of a school that's had worse luck <laughs> with COVID. There have been a lot of teams that had a lot of games canceled with COVID, but tell me a school that lost the College World Series that, you know, you talk to professional baseball scouts. I talked to one that's been doing it for double-digit years who told me there was no doubt in his mind. And he's not, this person is not an NC State fan, not affiliated with NC State, went to another school. He said there was no doubt in his mind NC State was going to win the College World Series when he was out there. Watching all the teams play multiple games, he said there was no doubt in his mind NC State was going to win the College World Series. Um, then you had this happen. You're denying you a chance, temporarily at least. We'll see how it plays out. And you the know. NCAA tournament for both the men and women's squads uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. Because the men, you know, they were on the bubble, but they probably would have been – I mean, it, it, they would have been in with a win for sure over Duke if they had beaten Duke on that day that the ACC tournament was canceled. Because Nothing of- I'm, to I'm a diehard bracketologist, and I, I broke down that game. And that, that year was kind of unique in that the bubble was, wasn't that really that soft. You know, it seemed like they, you knew who the last four or five teams were going to be, and you knew who was going to be in Dayton, and there was kind of a gap between those teams and the teams that were trying to get into the field. And NC State was in those teams. You knew that they were probably going to get in. And they were they might have very well been headed to Dayton for one of the first four games in that year. But um, yeah, yeah, but, right. but I mean, Kevin Keats would take Dayton right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but – well, every, every it seems like every program at NC State has been affected by it. Um, hopefully, we'll have some some good news for you when we come back to you for the next podcast. Uh, if not, men's basketball back in action tomorrow in Coral Gables. Uh, so you know, got some got some Wolfpack athletics action scheduled, scheduled to be back in action tomorrow night. Something Coral tells Gables. me NC State fans wouldn't be as disappointed about that game being canceled. Something tells me. Something tells me. They did board the plane. They are in Coral Gables. We know that. Well, we know that doesn't make a difference. So the game is not official until it starts at this point, at this point in time. But anyways, that's going to do it. Follow us on social media. You can follow our main account at the Wolfpacker on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Justin H. Will. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to us. Podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. We're on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give this video a thumbs up. And take advantage of that $1 for a year's worth of premium subscription deal at thewolfpacker.com, part of the On3 network now. So for Matt Carter, this is Justin Williams, and this has been the Wolfpacker Podcast.